for this place that you've given us, Lord. All the members here, Father, all those that are tuning in, uh, Lord, we ask that you just continue to bless us today, Lord. First of all, the tithes and the offerings that were lifted up, Lord, bless and multiply them and continue to bless this vision, Father, that you have for this community. Help us, Lord, to always hear your voice, Lord, and be guided by you, Jesus, in all things. Father, we ask also for uh, the word, Lord, that you prepare our hearts, Lord, that we make this space for you, Lord, the space to be able to receive you, Father, as the guest of honor, Lord. Father, we ask, Lord, that you just continue to guide us uh, through your word, Lord, and help us, Lord, to remove any distraction, any separation, Lord, any thought that takes us away, Father, from seeing you and believing in you, Jesus. And we're grateful for all this, Lord, and we ask this in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. Thank you all, group. Praise God. I love that song. I uh, was talking to Andrew about it yesterday. Um, and I was surprised to see Evie here. So when I saw him here, I was like, praise God. Let's get that song if we can. So uh, God bless y'all for, for doing that. Uh, God bless everyone. Amen, amen. Um, we had uh, quite a turnout yesterday. Um, thank y'all for all those that um, could come and uh, for those that didn't, next time, amen, praise God, because it's getting gooder and gooder each time. It looks like uh, we're getting more and more uh, finishing quicker, uh, so we're able to finish a little quicker on uh, some, of the, some of the groups that we're working in different areas, so praise God for that. Um, so just a couple of uh, housekeeping notes. Um, the, tomorrow we have uh, Bible class. Um, I... Um, well, same time from 6 to 7. Uh, praise the Lord for that. And um, God bless everyone for those that have been attending that also. Dios tenga todos, hermanos, unos noticias o notas para escribir. Vamos a tener la clase de la Biblia mañana a las 6. So Dios tenga todos que están apoyando eso. Y esperamos ver todos bien mañana en eso. Well, God bless the kids as the kids make their way to class. Um, praise the Lord for that. And like I said, God bless. Uh, even the kids were active yesterday, seeing the kids um, dust in, and that was really nice to uh, seeing them clean and walk around and just being involved. Amen. So praise the Lord. Dios bendiga a los niños también que estaban gozosos de estar aquí limpiando y uh, pues es nuestra casa, amén. Es nuestra casa, hermanos, que lo estamos cuidando. Uh, y toda la gloria en honra es para el Señor en eso. So, so Dios bendiga a todos que uh, el apoyo. Uh, so praise the Lord. Um, we also had an opportunity to have Brother Andrew for uh, part two of, and I was really surprised on that one with seeing you guys up and early at 6.30 in the morning. I, you know, hit, let's go. And I looked over there to the side. I go, man, that was early for some of y'all on a Saturday, so I was like, praise God. Amen. Dios bendiga a todos los que estaban escuchando a las seis y media de la mañana ayer. Estaban listos y preparados para escuchar, so Dios bendiga a todos en eso. Esperamos que todos pasaron un día bueno. So praise God. And uh, the message today was kind of inspired by a couple of the conversations that we were having. 
Um, and the, of course, the title is God Knows Your Name. Um, as we were talking, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated in your love story. Some of y'all are like, uh-oh, what's he going? Where's he going with that? Even, even uh, Andrew's uh, wife is like, oh, he's going to talk about that, how Andrew didn't remember this date. Uh, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm fascinated in when God was introduced to you, when God has spoke to you. I like just hearing those moments. I remember, I remember Brother James' uh, window knocking uh, in his vehicle and somebody handing him <laughs> that moment of desperation. You know, Andrew, hearing Andrew talk about um, what he was going through in his life and just that impact of God's presence. I, I enjoy hearing about stuff like that. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I know, I know women are a little different. I'm going to say, let's be honest, right? Because every time I'll catch, like, how did y'all meet? Isn't that the famous one, right? Come on. Come on, Andrea. How many times have you asked Jennifer that? And her story changes every single time. I'll tell you that right now. If you really want to know the truth, come and ask me, and I'll tell you how it happened. But that's just normal, right? You know, uh, a woman's going to want to know the romantic side of, you know, this type of stuff. But a, a woman's very detailed and stuff like that, too, which is great, and remembers uh, the details of moments, the smell in the air. It was a fall time, and the leaves were turning over, and you could just smell it. It's like, wow, okay. But I love hearing the moment that God captured your heart. What was it? What was happening? What was going on? What was that moment like? You should hold on to it because as I heard Andrew talking about looking into the distance, wondering what was happening, wondering how long this, if this is, if this is the peace of God, I don't ever want to let it go. All these sayings, all these thoughts that were happening in his mind, creating this 18-year root. Hermanos, muchas veces uh, estamos aquí, y qué, qué lindo es conocer la historia de, de novios y cómo se conocieron y cómo los que están casados, cómo te, cómo ¿Qué, ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué? Y hoy historias, ¿no? Un día estaba, ella estaba andando, estaba limpiando, yo estaba limpiando la ventana de una tienda, le, le di como el hermano Juan, con Sister Sandra. <laughs> ¿Y cómo me gustó esa historia, brother? ¿Cómo me gustó esa historia también? Pero más cuando oyes también el impacto que el Señor tuvo en el hermano Juan su vida. Para dejar los vicios, para dejar Cosas que nomás el Señor lo podía hacer. Esos momentos tienen un impacto en mí porque yo sé que han tenido un impacto en mis hermanos. A veces es un impacto que por años han pasado cosas, pero todavía esa memoria del impacto del Señor llamándolos o enseñándoles su corazón. Qué lindo es, hermanos. Pero si podemos pensar para nosotros esos momentos. Y estábamos hablando, uh, hermano Andrew uh, y yo ayer, hermano Andrés y yo ayer. Y como dice David, uh, que quería, regresame 
el gozo de mi salvación. ¿Por qué dice eso? ¿Por qué? Porque va a venir un punto en nuestras vidas donde necesitamos a recordarnos de ese momento. Un momento de fatigarnos, estamos fatigados, un momento que el mundo está penetrando en nuestras vidas, el pensamiento de muchas cosas están pasando en nuestras vidas, que los olvidamos de ese amor. Y pasa, hermanos. Pero hay momentos cuando comienza y le, le, ahí estaba con el, ustedes estaban viendo en el YouTube y a veces no cambiaba la pantalla, ¿cómo dice? Pantalla, pantalla en, en tiempo bien. Pero le miraba a él nomás porque se estaba recordando de cosas. Se, se, se miraba así como no ha pensado en eso en años. Y me gusta eso porque estoy ahí viéndole, ok, ok. Ahí tuvo un momento, como un, un spark. Psst, se mira. Psst, psst. Y, y se mira el rostro cambiando también el pensamiento. Porque cómo, cómo podía el Señor conciliar a nosotros. En momentos que estábamos, como Él dice, estaba diciendo el ejemplo de su vida que era el, el uh, how do you say the garbage would you say how are you saying it brother the, yeah la vida que estaba viviendo uh, no estaba agradando agradándole al señor so cómo se podía sentir bueno en su vida pero todavía en eso el señor le concedió por el amor que tuvo para él So it's beautiful, brothers and sisters, and we all have that story. You know, some of us, some of us have forgotten it, and and we forget it when that as people are embarking in the story, and and that's why David says, "Return unto me the joy of my salvation." Why would he say that? Why would David say that? Because he became a king, and a king had all these pressures, and all, and then and then he became a general, and general had pressures of battle, and he forgot what it was to be in the field with the sheep. For God's protection from the bear, from the coyotes, from the animals trying to get the sheep as a child. He forgot what it was to stand in front of Goliath and know the words that he was going to say that God, my God, will defeat you. Why? Because life has a tendency of wearing us down and separating us. And I was, as I was thinking, and I get excited, and I love it. And I, I, I remember a lot of y'all. I hope you can remember them. Brothers Anthony's 2 a.m. sitting there at the party. I, I see you, brother. Shake a camera if you know I'm talking about you. Yeah. You know what? Let's go. Because we're going to go to church in the morning. As he saw his kids laying on the floor asleep at a party. What am I doing? And now we see this beautiful family here praising God, glorifying God because of the impact and because of the love and because he knew his name. Anthony. Andrew. 
James. Thank you, God. But there's a moment. There's a moment where this is happening, and some of us can still be in this moment where we've had the conversation, but we haven't heard clearly. We've been intimidated. We've pushed ourselves away from a God that loves us because of the sin that's in us. You see, some of us haven't had that experience yet to say, God, the joy of my salvation, because there's still things that we're the rich man that has to turn away and walk from Jesus. We're the sinner that just can't be in the presence of Jesus. We got too much stuff in us that's keeping us from him. And that moment that we make it simple and say, okay, he's talking to me. Like the woman at the well. Just pause for a second and hear him. Hear what he's going to say, how he's considered you. And if we turn here to Luke, Luke 5, si podemos voltar hermanos para Lucas 5, 1. Vamos a leer aquí de uno a, a otro, yo creo, hermanos, pero si podemos comenzar aquí. Uh, lo voy a leer en inglés porque voy a seguir leyéndolo. Uh, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret, Genesaret, Saret, and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were going out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships. Now, who is, who, what, what? Who you think you are, Jesus? The private property. You see, this, this, is, this, is, this is Jesus. This is the God we serve right here. That, that there, there was no properties in his position. If God had called him to do something, he was going to do it because he was led by God in this moment. But it's kind of a crazy thing because he's going onto a ship that he wasn't invited on. Some of us can't even, when we're invited to somebody's home, still talk about Jesus. But he's like sneaking onto a ship. And then we see here, right? And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's. And prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. So Simon's there. And he says, he gets on one of the ships and he says, hey, can you, can you push out a little bit? I'm going to talk to this. And it's like, okay. All right, all right. So he does it. Verse 4. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a drought. And Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Now listen to here, brothers and sisters. Now, this also tells you the position that Simon was in when Jesus asked him to, to go out a little bit. Simon was tired. How many of us are tired right now in our lives? We're tired because we've been battling all night. We've been trying to look for something all night that we haven't found. We're still looking for something. We're chasing something. We're thinking it's something that we know that we want. How many of us 
right now in this moment are just tired. You see, that was my moment, my impact, my love story. I told my best friend, I still remember the day that I decided I was going to follow Jesus. I said, I'm tired. You're 19 years old, how can you be tired? I'm tired, I told him. I'm tired of living a lie. I'm tired of not having anything. I'm tired. Some of us got to get to that point that we understand that we're tired. For a lot of us, that's the moment that got us to start listening to God is recognizing that we were tired. ¿Cómo usa esa historia, hermanos? Porque el Señor es perfecto. Entra en un barco y le pide a la persona, el capitán, Simón, le dice si puede ir para uh, un, un, uh, unos uh, yardas de la tierra para que todavía podía hablar. Pero después de eso, le dice, porque es Jesús, es Jesús. Él sabe, dice, ok, ok. Ok, si te es la primera cosa, te voy a pedir la segunda. Y le dice, ok, ok, ya, ya, ya hemos acabado. ¿Por qué no vamos en el profundo? Hay todo, hay, hay cosas en esto. En el profundo. Y tiras tus redes, redes. Pues mira, la primera cosa que le dice Pedro. Ya hicimos eso. Toda la noche estamos cansados, cansados, cansados de qué, de buscando algo y no hallando nada. ¿Cuántos de nosotros estamos buscando algo en nuestros matrimonios, en el pasado de nuestras vidas? Que venemos a la iglesia, yo quiero sanar de esto, de este dolor, de este pensamiento, lo que me pasó, el abuso. El Señor te dice cada servicio, ¿por qué no vamos al profundo? Y si piensas el profundo, ¿qué es el profundo? El profundo es donde va a estar la cosa. El dolor a veces Si muchos de nosotros si Yo siempre hablo de oro no ¿Cómo te gusta el oro brother? No, no, no Me gusta las personas que lo buscan Porque no van a hacer esto mira. Oh ahí está Ahí está el oro ¿Qué hacen? Profundo Y para nosotros estamos buscando algo que a veces no, no estaba. El Señor no me, no me llamó. Some of us, we don't understand what it is to go to the deep side where, you, it's, where God is found, where, where sometimes the problem's at. 
What is the problem? What are you searching for? You see, Peter identified, first of all, he was obedient. He knew there was something. He could hear the words he was preaching. And yet, even in the words he was preaching, because we know who he is, he still identified that he was tired and that there was doubt. You see, for us, sometimes we'll still do it. Okay, God, I'm going to do it. Okay, God, I know you asked me to do it. But we do it with doubt. We do it still with. That was a good sermon, Jesus. You did good on that one. I like the points that you made. It really impacted my life. But this is my life. This is my profession. This is my experience. I know this. This is in my area of responsibility. But Peter, the best thing he does, he recognizes who Jesus is in his power and he's obedient even though he still does it. And we keep on reading here in verse Five, it says right here, it says, at thy word, I let down the net. Said, Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and we have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their nets broke. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ships, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to seek. Now, brothers and sisters, how many of y'all have heard Jesus tell you something and the ripple effect starts to happen with people around you? You see, if the ripple effect's not happening, some of us are seeing right now, well, nobody in my family even calls me anymore. It's because the ripple hasn't started yet. It's got to start in us. It's got to be undoubtable in us. It's got to be real. If there's still a little bit of sin in us, how can it be real? That transformation has to be complete. Once people start to see it's complete, they know the truth. But when there's fakeness in us, when there's still doubt in us, when there's still venom in us, I don't know why the other ships don't come and help. This is the deep part that you got to get to. Forgive me, God, because I still sin. I don't only doubt. I live my life in sin. And this is the most powerful part right here. This is the part. Come, guys, come and help us. Yay. But look what he says next. Verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, What? Depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. Now, brothers and sisters, I talked about these moments. There's moments when God's presence, his power, his love 
we're like, okay. You see, Peter understood who he was before and he understood where he was at in his life. But he didn't know what his calling was going to be. And Jesus needed him to realize this. This was the beginning of Peter recognizing who Jesus was, which he's the one that answers. You are the Messiah. So brothers and sisters, these moments, these moments, you have an impact. You could be here in church and the word of God just hits you. Oh man, I've been it. I've seen it. I've seen it personally. It's like, woo! It's like, man, there it was. God, you spoke to me. God, you shook it up. God, how do they know this? How do they know I'm going through this? How do they know I need this? And then you look at your life and you see your uncle for the response God was giving you. And some of us, we just turn away, or some of us, we make that statement, depart from me, because I'm a sinful person. But see, what's powerful is God's presence. Look who God picks. Look who God starts to, he picks unqualified people so he could be glorified. He picks what people say are trash, are garbage, so he can be glorified. It's, it's God's love that can't be understood. Some of us like, look at all the things I've done. And God's like, perfect. Because now I need you to recognize what I can use you for. And as Andrew was pondering in the El Paso desert, And some of us have in our lives. We desire to get closer to God. The closer you get, the scarier it gets. Because it goes deeper and deeper. A veces, hermanos, estamos pasando cosas en nuestras vidas que no entendemos por qué el Señor los puede hablar. El Señor los puede considerar a nosotros en cosas que la palabra, el impacto, como el Señor, yo soy pecador, como dijo Pedro aquí en este momento, que vio un milagro, un, él sabía que era un milagro. El momento que en, se encontró con Jesús. Y para muchos de nosotros ese momento no lo entendemos. ¿Cómo el Señor me puede considerar a mí? Yo soy pecador, yo soy Miserable pecador Y dice el Señor Es que te amo No es amor como Te dice la gente Que un día sí Y el otro día no No, no es amor Que has hecho para mí este día He's the designer of love He's the standard of love. You want to, you, you, you think you have love? Who, who here thinks they have love? I want to know. Nobody wants right there. <laughs> Nobody thinks they have love. <laughs> That's how scary it is, right? When I just asked that question, I didn't even raise my hand either, right? But look at you. 
Because for us, the love's been watered down. But he's the standard of love. You see, for us, we can't suffer. For some of us, we can't forgive and forget. That's why when I ask that question, nobody raised their hand. Because he's the one teaching us. You see, we think we have love. And our love is cheap sometimes. Our love is just words, not actions. Our love is not suffering for a cause. Our love is not holding our tongue. Our love is not saying, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. You see, the standard. That's who we chase. That's who we go after, is that love. And see, it gets really down. See, it gets, see I, got, I lost some of y'all. I'm sorry. Clear, boom. Clear, boom. Got to get that heart going again, man. So it's, whew, it started dying again on me. Started dying. Okay, okay. Come back. Come back to the light. Come back to the light. I don't want to lose you. Ya se enfrió toda la cosa. Pregunté, ¿quién aquí sabe el amor? Y nadie levantó su mano. ¿Por qué? Porque es difícil cuando entendemos el perfecto amor. Pero para nosotros, ese es el amor que estamos siguiendo, queriendo. Y gracias por su misericordia. Gracias. Por la paciencia que Él tiene para nosotros. ¿Qué, qué cosa, qué, qué lindo es eso? Para muchos, le han, yo le he conocido por años. Y, y a muchos de ustedes no se miran en ese tiempo. Cómo ha cambiado cosas en tu vida. Sometimes we don't see, you know, for some of y'all, I've known y'all for years, and, and some of us don't see the change that's happening. But somebody else that's known you for years will see it. Am I right? And you see that, that God's love has changed in our lives. It's changing us in our lives. But what happens is that when we're in his presence, and we hear him what he tells us. And we hear, hey, let's go to the deeper side. And he's like, oh, we're tired. We've been toiling all night. We've been fighting through the night. Ooh, I don't know if I can get my, my, my shipmates here to, to let, you know, go with me. Arr. But he does it. Simon becomes Peter. that God will end up using. So, you know, brothers and sisters, as we toil in our lives, and like I said, we're battling and we're looking for stuff, it's important to start listening for his calling. It's important to start hearing his directions in our lives. You see, some of us, we're too distracted and we're not hearing clearly where we need to go. We're stuck. We're stuck. We come here, the directions are there, and we don't listen. We think, yeah, that's not for me right now. I know the shortcut. I know if I go through here, I'm going to get there quicker. And God's like, you don't want to go through there. You don't want to go through there, people of Israel, because there's armies right there. And you're going to get discouraged. And guess what you're going to want to do? You're going to want to go back to Egypt. 
So you need to go this way so you can see the glory of God. You see, some of us, we think the path that's the easiest is a straight path. And God's like, no, that straight path doesn't take off everything I need to take off of you. The path that's a little longer, the path that's a little bit of a, Away from certain things isn't going to discourage you, it's going to allow you to think different, to see different. If we turn to Isaiah 43 1, Isaiah 43 1 says, Dice Isaías 43, 1 dice, Ahora así dice Jehová, creador tuyo, oh Jacob y formador tuyo, oh Israel, no temas. Porque yo te redimí, te puse nombre, mío eres tú. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Now, brothers and sisters, this impact, this process, this Return the joy of my salvation. This moment, if it's real, it lasts. If it's not, it's temporary. And it's like the ocean. Sometimes we feel it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we feel it. Sometimes we don't. And on the times that we feel it, we're great. On the times that we don't, we're not so great. But it's because we haven't completely bought in who's called us or heard the calling what is that calling what is that calling like I said you know the humanistic side of us we we can justify a lot of things and say well that's not really for me and we stop God's process and what he can do for us we sometimes don't understand. We, we say, God, God, it's you that's going to do it all in this prayer. And God's like, okay, but I need you to be used in this moment. I need you to be an example. I need you to show consistency before those around you are consistent. How sad is that? Have you ever had that moment where you're, like, hey, you know what? You need to be a little bit more consistent. And as you're doing that, you're like, I need to be a little bit more consistent. God has an interesting way of, at the time that we're looking, a mirror's being seen to us in the same words. But that's the power of his calling. That's the power when you hear him call your name. That's the power of the impact. That's the calling from God. Now, some of us have forgotten that calling. If we turn to Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Jeremías 1.5 dice, Antes que te formase, formase en el viento, en el vientre, te conocí. Y antes que naciste, te santifiqué de ti por profeta a las naciones. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Listen to that. Before you were something, before you existed in any form, you know what that's telling you? It's like you, you. It's like there's no time for him. He's thinking in 
in, in a space. He's thinking in a reality that we can't comprehend. We're thinking, and we've been hurt, told by doctors, well, it's going to be nine months from probably this date, give or take. We'll know more once we get the sonogram there and we can see the growth of the little pea. But God is saying, I don't need a sonogram to tell you when I knew you and what you were and what you were going to be. And that moment, that moment, all these things start to come into our life. All these pulls and distractions, self-esteem issues, hurt, pain. God, to be, to be in God's presence and none of that stuff matters anymore. What people think of you. Think about that for a second. You care what people think about you? Got to get in God's presence. Because that's the person that we care about. Because if we live and we chase that standard, everybody else is blessed. Because there's favor. Because there's love that's in us. There's something different in us. But as we're people pleasers, then we're chasing what? People. And it's crazy, you know, because sometimes we won't consider God's standard or God's people, but we'll chase other people at work. And, you know, oh, you know, <laughs> I always remember, I always remember, and my mom's going to love this one, but I always remember the story that dad would talk about, you know. <laughs> when you were talking, you'd be on the phone and you'd be like, get this. And then uh, a client would walk in and say, yes, yes, I can see you at 10 a.m. The way dad did it better than, I, I know, I know I'm, not, I'm not doing it as good as he did. I feel bad right now. But it's true that our standard becomes different with people that we don't even know because we care so much what they think of us than the people that pray for us and love us. Oh, man, we need a, I swept. That's that moment where I just like that. It's a tomahawk today. It's just, you got to be, you got to just let it. You got to let it. Don't touch it. You're going to flip it too soon. It's going to be raw in the middle. It's thick cut. Somebody got mad at me. Who got mad at me yesterday? Like, man, brother, you're talking about food. Was it Brother James? Was it you, Brother James? Man, you mentioned because of my analogies are all becoming food. I don't know why. But it's cierto, hermanos, que muchas veces no estamos dejando el Señor el lugar para trabajar en nosotros. ¿Por qué? Porque tenemos cosas, pensamientos, queremos uh, agradecer o queremos uh, tener el mundo de nuestro amigo, el amor del mundo para nosotros. Es más importante alguien que no conoce el Señor que nos ama que la iglesia. That one hurts. That one hurts. It should hurt. Because that's the standard. That's for us what's been the standard in our lives. It's like, ooh, you're kind of getting into some, mm, some places here, Brother Gabe, that I really don't like you talking about. It's making me feel uncomfortable. 
But see, this is that moment. This is the deeper side. See, some of us, we might need to stay in the shallow. And you might catch a fish every once in a while in the shallow. Right? But when you get into the deep, you get the marlins. You get the story. Oh. It was two hours. Some of us like the little. Where's Tristan at? Tristan, you like that? Tristan and I went fishing on Thursday. He's like, ah! He pulled it out. But we have a rule. He didn't get skunked. But some of us, we like to throw it in the deep side and let it wait. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You want to touch it. You want to touch it just because it moved a little bit. You don't know if that was the wind that moved it. Don't touch it. But there we go. I got to bring it in. And we have nothing. But when God takes us to the deep side, that's where the problems are and that's where the blessings are. We want him to address the problems so we can bring in the blessing. <clears throat> if we turn to John 10.3, si voltamos hermanos para Juan 10.3, dice, A este abre el portero y las ovejas oyen su voz y a sus ovejas llama por nombre y las saca. To him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't understand that, you know, because I'm, we're, we're, we were having, you know, we're having uh, lunch yesterday, and our waitress, and some of y'all, you know, you guys have good waitresses, you have bad waitresses, everybody has different types of service, right? But our waitress comes up, she has nothing in her hands, and she goes, what would you have? And she gets all, and we have seven people, right? And we're all different stuff, right? Can you make sure you take out the sand? And it's all these different things, right? <clears throat> she has nothing in her hands. She goes, okay. And we all look at each other. We're like, she didn't write down a thing. How dare her? And then, of course, reason starts coming out. Right? Says, well, she does this, so she's probably pretty good. And she might have, you know, and then, of course, the conspiracy theorists. People come out and like, she might, you know, she might just, you know, she might have a special ability, superhero kind of stuff. Michael, Michael knows those ones because he heard them on Friday night. So she comes back and it's perfect, right? Well, right here, I didn't understand this. It's like, you know, you see a shepherd and he has all these sheep out there and he knows that. Why does he know? asked Tristan as he would look out when he was doing it every day and he knew which one that was over there in the corner, the one that's giving him problems. And he had names for every one of them because he was with them. You see, our problem is we don't understand that how can God know my name? Because we're not God. We don't understand that when he's with us, when we're with him, when we draw to him. You see, young people, there's some young people here that are still wandering, looking for God, and like, I don't, how can he know me? How can he know me? Nobody knows me. Nobody knows me. Sometimes my parents forget me at the store. How can he know me? My parents brought me into this world and then left me at Walmart. I've done it. Don't feel bad. So then they have this struggle, this battle that's happening inside of them. But they don't understand who God is. 
And when he's in your presence, he knows everything. And how intimate is that when somebody knows everything? You don't think your name's going to be the thing that he knows too? If he knows everything? Thank you, Jesus. But, but what happens in his presence is that sometimes we will go away from him because he knows everything. Oy. Did he just say that in the preaching? How does he know that in the preaching? Because God knows our name. The most personal side the most looking through you, seeing you, seeing your heart, seeing your actions, seeing you, he knows. And he still loves you. And he still calls out to us. And we see people here and they run from it, right? They run from the Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know about that, God. I kind of like being in the shadows there. A little dancing here, a little praising here. A little dancing here, a little praising here. But that moment that we recognize that it's better to be in the depth with him because he gets to the root of problems. You see, some of us still have problems because we're in the shadows. We're barely on the surface. There's no depth. There's no depth. But as soon as we say and we hear and we navigate to where he tells us, I don't know. The waters are pretty rough over there. I don't know how to swim, God. You'll be all right because I'm going to be Okay, God, huh. I'm not in control, though. It looks like the winds are in control of where we're headed. You'll be okay, because I'm in control of the winds. Thank you, God. Thank you. Exodus 33, 17. Exodus 33, 17 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace. In my sight. And I know thee. By name. You see brothers and sisters. It's a difficult place to be in church. When we start to play church. Es difícil hermanos. Estar aquí en la iglesia. Si estamos jugando en la iglesia. ¿Por qué hermanos? Porque. Algo cambia dentro de nosotros. Lo podemos hacer unos años y podemos aparentar. Is that the right word, maybe? Aparentar. Poner el, el smiley, smiley, pintarlo. ¿Cómo estás? Bendecido, bendecido, aleluya, gloria a Dios. Estamos en el trabajo del Señor. Pero dentro, muriendo, seco. No viviendo el propósito, ni sabiendo qué es. ¿Por qué? Porque lo hemos olvidado. Que Él los conoce a nosotros. 
que todavía tenemos pecado, duda, que todavía estamos hablando de cosas ajenas, vanas. You know, brothers and sisters, it's, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to be, you know, wishy-washy. It's hard to be a, you know, fake in church and stuff like that. Because when the word of God comes, it comes, and it's like a tidal wave, right? And it's like whoever has stability has stability. Whoever doesn't falls off. I mean, it's not, you know, it, it, when you're drawing God towards you, and it's like, okay, God, turn it on. And God turns it on. It happens. The oven gets turned on. We get proven. He sees our hearts. He sees what it is. He doesn't look at credentials. He doesn't look to see what you've done. What have you done for me lately? He sees your heart. Where is your heart at? There's people that will do stuff. They do church like a job. It's consistent. I come in. I clock in. That's it. It's not. It's to be in a way where it's inspired. I'm coming. I like the way Andrew, I don't think you said it on the radio yesterday, brother. I think we were, we were talking about worship uh, privately about the songs, but he, he had a really good analogy. He says, it's all at home as you're getting ready to come to church. That's phase one. And then it's the courtyard, right? It's in the parking lot. Or in the entrance. And then it's game time. It's here. It's the presence. The atmosphere changes. Ooh, when we start to realize that the atmosphere can change as we draw his power in. We draw his power in, God. We're drawing your power in, God. In this moment, we're calling on you, Jesus, for your visitation. If we have found grace, Father, in you, Forgive us, Father, because we are human and we're ignorant at times and we sin and we don't know. We don't know, God. We don't know, God, but you are perfect. Your love is perfect. You are better than me, God, but you considered me, God, in this moment. And now you feel his presence because you've humbled yourself before your God. What is it? to be in his presence. What is it to hear him call your name? Oh, that moment, some of us, it, it, I, I, I just wanted to hear it. I was like, brother, really? I mean, can you go back to that day? Because I think it was like we kind of rushed through it. It was towards the end. And a person that had no knowledge had a little bit of knowledge, we could say. He knew where the place was at. He had family that coached him up. But looked around and said, if this is what it feels like to have God, I don't ever want to let this go. If this presence, if this peace, if this love, if this consideration, if everything... I mean, that moment, it's precious. But some of us have forgotten that moment because of life. Life has worn it down, right? But we got to get back to it. 
and we got to hear when he calls us. Because when we hear him, it's like, hey, hey, hey. He calls you in multiple ways, too. He calls you for stuff, and he corrects you with calling you. There's a couple ways, right? God call. See, I was I want the calling God call me until he's calling you because you didn't clean your room. Garanchitos. Then you hear your full name, don't you? Huh? And some of y'all got a long name. I didn't even try to do that one. But it's true. That moment that he calls us and we step forth. And you see, like Moses, we, we studied Moses, right? Moses says he heard the name calling and he said, hey, take off your shoes. You're in a holy place. But he had all this, and, then, and then Moses sees the self-doubts, right? Because that first calling is self-doubts, especially when it's in leadership. Because you're like, how am I going to do this? I'm not qualified for this. I don't know about this side of stuff. What if he asked me this? Well, you know, Pharaoh's got a great army and all this stuff. And whew, God sees all the... You're making me, you're giving me anxiety right now, Moses. Shh. I am the one that's going to do it. Not you. But then the calmness happens. And you stop caring what happens. Because the one that created everything, even if you live or die, has called you to do his work. Oh, man, to get to that point, to get to that point where you live or die, whew, that's a powerful point, brothers and sisters. That's a point of security. That's a point of understanding. That's a point of purpose in your life. You see, some of us are so chasing to hold on to life because we still don't know. In his calling. But that moment that comes freedom, then you can be used. You can be used in a mighty way. God could use you because we don't have the distraction of loving ourselves so much to hold on to something. We love him so much that regardless if we're here or not, we're going to serve him. Oh, Jesus, help me. Help me to get there, God, that the value I put is not in my life but in the purpose that you've called me to live. When I sell out for that, when I'm a sellout for that, oh man, you have no idea how exciting it gets. You don't care about bad faces. You don't care about what's happening. You care about how God is considering you and called you to do amazing things. But what happens? Life happens, doesn't it? The distraction happens. The pull happens. And here we go again. But I want to hear you call my name. Psalms 139.1. Oh, Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Lord, 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 you know me. You've looked at me, Jesus. You've seen the ugliness that sometimes my family, my closest haven't seen. What I thought was intimate still doesn't know how scary it is. They see reflections of it. They see little silhouettes of it. But you know the hurt. You know the brokenness. You know that I try to hide these things because you search me. And you know me. See, I know of you. I can hear stuff of you. But he 
push you. Oh, man, there's a difference between, oh, yeah, I know him. Well, I don't know him. I know of him. But God knows me. God knows my struggles. God knows my fight. God knows my desire to be better. God knows the character, the desire I have to change in things. God knows my failures. God knows still my hiccups. God still knows that I struggle in these things. God knows me. And sometimes in knowing that God knows me, it's hard for me to get to him because he knows me. But that moment that you realize, you run to him. You're like, man, because you know me. God, God, you, God, God. <laughs> God, I know, I know I messed up again, God. We run to him like the prodigal son, not caring the moment that we're experiencing in our lives at that moment, but knowing that we're in his presence. You see, we've been too long running from him as he's calling us, we need to start running to him. Understanding to be in his presence is a great thing. I want to just be in your presence, God. Just to be in your presence, God. Just to be in your presence. I want to draw nigh to you, Lord Jesus, because I know you're going to draw nigh to me, Father. But we got to get out of the way, don't we? Because some of us are still struggling. We're like, that's an interesting concept that you say there, Brother Gabe. I feel like I got to let go of something. And I know you're going to tell me what I got to let go of. You see, brothers and sisters, because see, I've, I've been fortunate enough. The mind of a young person is really interesting, you know. I love hanging around. You know, we're with Brandon a couple of days. He's a great kid. Great kid, great kid. God bless y'all, Joe and Atlanta. For, honestly, you guys got... Your kids, I know in particular with Brandon, I can see the respect that they have. And do you need help? I was over there. My kids, my own kids didn't even ask me any help. No, they did ask me to. But Brandon at that time, he's like, hey, do you need a hand and stuff like that? You can see good character. We got good kids here, brothers and sisters. God bless the parents that are paying attention to that and working at that. We got good kids here. Thank you, Jesus. You can see it yesterday as the church was working together. We had little kids walking around doing stuff. Ruby, I'm not going to forget that picture of you holding your little one as you're cleaning the windows. I'm serious. God bless Ruby for that. That's going to be, you know what that reminded me, sister? And I know you know, you knew pastor. You guys knew pastor really well. Pastor brought a great message one time about how we got to fight as we're building. God bless y'all. I know it's not easy. I know there's battles. I know there's things that are happening. But, man, praise God. Praise God when you have this, like, flow going on. You got this excitement going on. But our kids are going to be a reflection of the goodness of God. And as he knows us, our kids start to kind of know us, too, kind of see things, too. And that's why we got to work. That's why we got to work at it. The greatest transformation that a kid can see in us is us changing and having a desire to change and them seeing it. They're like, wow, that is God. I tell you, I saw it. I saw it in my family. I saw it personally in my parents and my dad. Man, it's, what a great 
what a great, you know, some, some of y'all d- didn't know the details of it, but I did. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me those details. Some of y'all have had the same experiences with your parents and stuff like that, and you've seen the, but I've seen it. I've seen through the years the weathering. I've seen the man transforming, changing, being merciful, being gracious. I saw the butcher become the surgeon. You see, too many of us have reflections of butchers in our lives. <laughs> Cut it off! Instead of saying, hey, let's just slice it open and keep the hand and just take the cancer out. I had to see the worst to know the best. And that's what it is to be a pioneer. That's what it is to be. Uh, you know, I had to see somebody that, of course, is going to have the uh, machete chopping down the path when you see wilderness in front of you. But I also saw the mercy of God where he says, man, I have regrets. I could have been better. I could have been, and I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this. I'm the son and I'm seeing a grown man saying that I have regrets. But I know God's merciful. I know God is good. And I love that. I saw it. I was like, and he didn't know the package that he was just giving me of information just to take it. Instead of starting out in the unknown, already having a path of an example of what God could do. And it should get better and better in our families. It should get better and better, gooder and gooder. We're not the best examples at all times, but what we need to do is be the best example of coming back to Christ and showing our families the change process. Are we showing our families the change process? There's got to be a process in change, a desire to change, a hope to change. You know, again, I, I, I said this one time, I had a, a brother came in. I don't know why my kids don't praise God. I want my kids to lift up their hands and praise God. I don't, I, I, and, and they were praising God like this. Were they really praising God? Because they're looking at their kids. I, it's, it's, I almost feel like, uh, I, feel, I feel like you guys are going to judge me with this next comment. I said, you know what? Because your kids haven't found the Jesus you found. <gasps> There's a different Jesus? No, 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 no. See, see, your Jesus, you stood before a giant and it came down with your Jesus, whatever it was. Your kids haven't had that yet. Now, you, what you got to do is you got to get them ready for that moment. You see, you don't get them ready for that moment by looking at them and saying, well, why can't you praise God like the way I'm praising God? Because are you really praising God if you're looking at them? Not really, Martha, Martha. But that moment that they see it in you, They see the position of picking up the stones. They see the courage in walking up. Then they know that moment when it comes to them. And then you see them lifting up their hands. Did I ever think I was going to see my kids lifting up their hands, praising God? Until I saw my kids go through things. And all we could do is pray and hope that the examples of the church, brothers and sisters here, testimonies that they've heard, examples, the love that the church has had that's instilled in them. Bring your kids to church if you want them to have some examples on how to fight in this world. Bring them to church if you want them to be encouraged and how to lift up their hands and praise God when giants are around them. Bring them to church. You think you're going to teach your kids how to be sustainable in a life where currency might not even be what sustains you? Huh? 
What are you saying, Brother Gabe? We get too much confidence in the AC working and the lights turning on. But what about when the AC doesn't work and the lights don't turn on? We need to find our God in the darkness, in the heat. Help us, God. Bring your kids to church. As we hear the kids testifying of the examples that they've seen, examples that have been set here, difficulties that people have gone through here in their lives. My kids are never going to forget Brother Manuel going through cancer. My kids are never going to forget that. Seeing him struggling here with this weakness, the, the, seeing Sister Velma when Brother Manuel was on vacation. <laughs> vacation. Velma says it's vacation. You got to get back to work. Seeing Sister with, his, with her beautiful daughters that now is back. Come on, Melanie. How awesome was that? I know it wasn't easy. But you're here because God called your name. We might have not have heard it at that time. We might have had a lot of layers that were trying to get through it at that time. And there could still be some layers that you're peeling onion. I say that in a nice way. Don't take it any way. Again, I'm barbecue onions. That, trust me. I'll make some you know, pickled onions for you. You'll understand what I'm talking. But we have layers. But at the core of it, we start to look back and we say, God, in these difficult times, you were with me. In my times of need, when I was alone, I wasn't alone. Thank you, Jesus. But see, if we're so self-absorbed in us. Me, 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 me. When I want it, want it, want it, want it, want it then we don't see these things. But when we have that moment, you say, God, you called me. You called me, God. And you sustained me to now. I thank you, Father. Forgive me for not recognizing that and being in myself and not seeing you. Help me, God. Help me, God. Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Segunda de Timoteo 2, 19, dice, Pero el fundamento de Dios está firme. Thank you, Jesus. Teniendo este celo. Conoce al Señor a los que son suyos y apártese de iniquidad todo aquel que invoca el nombre de Cristo. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And everyone, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Now, brothers and sisters, there's a, there's a lot to unpackage here. You think it's real simple with just a verse, but the, the Lord knows those that are his. And if we know the Lord, then our goal has to be separation from sin. What is that? What is that separation from sin? It's what's keeping us from turning around when God's in we're in God's presence. It's those doubts, those moments. It's that 
I'm putting too much emphasis. And it might not be the video games, the music videos, the music and all, the simple stuff, right? It was like, oh, it's witchcraft, brother. It's witchcraft. It's, we go to the depths of something like it's murder, brother. It's murder. No, it could be work. Nobody wants to hear that one. What? Brother Gabe, in the marriage class, it was like, I still, I still remember that day. That wasn't, it wasn't planned, but in the marriage class, it was kind of funny. It was like, you know, I said, I said, that I'm going to ask for forgiveness ahead of it, okay? I said, some of y'all women, you brag about how much your, your husband works and that he's a hard worker, but he works so he doesn't have to be around you. You said that in marriage class, Brother Gabe? I didn't say it. Somebody else said it. I read it. (laughs) Blame that guy. It's the truth. When the home is welcoming, when the spirit is there, when the respect, when the love, oh, the the difficult stuff. (laughs) You see? (laughs) See, see, that's why when I get to the details of it, you're like, oh, okay. Okay, now that's making a little bit more sense that brother gave. And it's reversed too. When a, man, when a woman feels that love is when she's honored like Christ honored the church and gave his life for her and said, it's going to be okay. I know. I know it looks like it's dangerous waters were going on. The unknown's there. But has God ever forsaken him? And he's not going to do it now. Spirits are broken. But what happens? What happens, brothers and sisters, when we're tired? When we're tired, we sometimes don't recognize who's in front of us calling us. But I thank God that we have an example here of somebody being tired, like Peter, still recognizing and being obedient to what Jesus called him to do. 1 Corinthians 7.35. Si voltamos, hermanos, para 1 Corintios 7.35. Esto lo digo para vuestro provecho. No para tender, tenderos lazo, sino para lo honesto y, y decente y para que sin in Pedimiento os acerquéis al Señor. And this I speak for your own profit. Not that I might, not that I may cast a snare upon you before that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. That's a pretty powerful verse right there. Listen to that. It's not today I was just throwing words at you so I could catch you and see who I can catch, right? Oh, you're running real slow. Let me catch you. I'm going to put you in Jesus' prison. Come here. Go into the prison. Oh, you're running slow too. Let me catch you. You must have a lot of world in your life. Let me bring you to Jesus' prison. No. It's so you can be free this net that's cast out it's so you 
can live without distractions. So you can desire to be in his presence. So you can have a desire to be with him. Preachings like this where they're, 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 you know, some of us might be in pre-calculus right now. When we need it, we should be in advance. Some of us, this becomes confusing. And I, I really didn't understand this side of it. And of course, you know, milk is milk is meat is meat. But for some of us, we get a moment where we're like, that's what's for me. That verse and the distractions right now is my life. Is that I've asked God to use me, but I found the world abusing me. I told the Lord I wanted to be a servant, but I became the slave of the world. And see, and it gets quiet like that too, because as we read these verses and we ask God, you know, God, give me wisdom in this. What is this putting itself together, God? Because I know you're telling me something in this. And we like the aha. We like the, mm, we like the, it's plain, go there. Green means go. Red means stop. But when there's mystery in things, that's the depth. That's the desire. You've ever had one of those moments where you, you want to talk about it? You're like, mm. I kind of took it like this personally for me. My wife might be like, okay because that was personal for me. That's what's per perfect about God, is that a lot of us could be thinking right now, and we're like, back row, third seat to the left. Hopefully they got that one. That seemed like that was a pretty good one. Or, or some of us are thinking like, oh, I hope so-and-so's tuning in. Or you know what, I'll just send them to YouTube. When God is speaking to us, in that moment that we're looking in the eye of someone else, God is seeing what's in ours and saying, I need you. I need you to refocus. I need you to look at things differently because I want to take you deeper. Philippians 4.8. You know what I love about Philippians 4.8? We read this right here. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, is there any excellence? If there is anything worthy of praise, think upon those things. You know what I love about that? It's what, what, what verse 13 says, right? I can do all things in Jesus Christ. That's strengthening me. Really need to have all those verses together, right? It's like whatever is pure, holy. Think about that. Because if you're thinking about these things, I can do all things in Jesus Christ that strengthens me. You see, we get to the I could do all things in Jesus Christ that strengthens me, but we miss verse eight. Our focus, our meditation. If you're having that confidence to say, I can do all things in Jesus Christ that strengthens me, and we're not doing some of these things. Hermanos, estaba leyendo, estaba diciendo, cuatro veces, ok, todo lo puedo en Cristo que me fortaleza. 
Pero si leemos ese versículo 8, ¿qué es? Esa confianza si estamos pensando en Él, en todo lo que es puro. La problema es que tenemos, tenemos el, ¿qué decimos? Tenemos el amo, pero no tenemos el pistola. No, muchos no, no, no lo van a gustar eso. Pero es cierto. We've got the arrow, but we don't have the bow. And when you have both, and you recognize that for me, whatever is from him, if I'm focused on, then I can do all things in him because he strengthens me. And that is also here, him, and his calling. I wish a young person would listen today and not be distracted with the youthful things. I wish there was a young person here that would be like, that's kind of crazy, you know, and not be so caught up in what's right here. You caught up with what's close to you? God's already ahead of you, years ahead of you. Talk to some of these young people here that have been here in church for a while. Just talk to them. Ask them, were you caught up in what was it? They were caught up too. They were caught up too. They were caught up too. They were layered. They were, you know, you guys are baby onions right now. But that moment that you let God in and you hear him call your name and you respond, here I am, Lord. Send me. What do you need from me, God? You see, some of us, we heard that name. We heard that name. It's like, I would pray for them and hit them with the Bible. Oh, look at that smile from Andrea. Gabby. I would always ask a question, and they'd give me the what? What did I call it, Gabby? It's America. I heard you use that one time. Tristan was saying that. Praise the Lord. Because it was true. And God bless them because they got, they grew up in, and they realized that we give the most easy answer, don't we? We got to pray just to make it today. No depth. But now there's depth. Oh, man, there's been. That's created and formed and shaped. Ooh, that smile, yeah. Now you know what I'm talking about because I had been going through that stuff. And now your talks can be different. There's something beautiful about when God calls your name, takes you through the process, and you remember the moment he called you. And you remember how he considered you when you felt alone. And he brought you back into the fold. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Psalms 19.14. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass up on this one. Psalms 19.14. Salmos 19, 14, hermanos. Just a reminder too, brothers and sisters. Um, when we eat, when we start to eat and stuff like that, we always want a, an hour. Uh of eating and in fellowshiping. Some of us want to do like the like a powered lunch. No son managers ustedes? Creen que son executives ustedes con tres horas de lonche? Come on, se trabaja años para llegar a ese punto. Pregúntale, hermano Lorenzo. 
Pero es cierto hermanos Queremos una, una hora de comer Para que podamos venir acá Y alabar al Señor Amén So praise God for that So we'll consider that We'll also consider it And I say this To the ones that are cleaning The ones that are cleaning Don't clean like this When the praise is happening in here Clean like you want to get in here And God bless those that are that that are uh, helping out. I tell you one thing, it was mighty yesterday. And I, I look forward to that. I I I was amazed. I was amazed with everybody. You guys did great. You guys knocked this one out and went on to the next. You guys like were ants. On to the next. Praise God. God bless y'all. God bless you all for that. That really that is our feeling that should be this is ours. Let's take care of it because there's other generations that are coming. Amen. Psalms 19.14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Brothers and sisters, we're searching things in our lives some of us are looking for stuff I, I I used to I don't know I don't know if the youth remembers this one they might remember this one I used to ask them all the time what do you want to do when you grow up and you would hear amazing things you know and I was always 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 encouraged like praise God you're gonna do awesome things and for some of them some of them aren't here but you know what it the what you guys are getting they got that too they got that too some parents are like you better not have been touching kids hitting them Because they needed to hear something. That there was going to be a time in their life where the unknown was going to happen, where they were going to be vulnerable. Because why? Because they were going to see their nakedness in the garden. And they were going to be in the presence of God. And in that moment, that vulnerability, that, that part where they're just there and they don't know what to do. They were going to have to remember something. That that moment is that moment where God wants to cover us and take us in. See, brothers and sisters, as we hear our names being called and, and we see here that we want him to look upon us in this moment. And we want to feel welcomed in this moment. You see, some of us, we feel like We don't want to be here or in a presence. Some of us, the altar is that presence saying, uh, I don't fully accept the transformation yet. But some of us realize this, that this altar is the place that we leave it at. Good or bad, as long as we recognize that we still need him. Because this altar doesn't change, it's fire. It's always on. You feel it through the word of God, you feel it through the impact. But we've got to ask the Lord God, I know you've seen the worst of me. I know you know me at the worst. Help me become the best of what you created. 
Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters, and pass on up to the front? If some of us are struggling with doubts, some of us are struggling with critical things that are, what's the famous word, Walter, we use now? A heart condition. Walter liked that one. I like that, Walter. Had a good talk with young Walter, and God bless him. Seeing that boy, he's young. He's become man Walter now. Brother James, would you ever have known, seeing that little boy running around that, seeing God wants to use him. But some of the stuff that we're going through right now, immaturities, hurts, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're going through right now, anything that you're going through right now, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. But the good thing about it is, is that we have he here who created your heart. You see, we want to change it, but it wasn't up to us to change a heart. It was the creator's job. It's up to us to allow him in and make sure we don't lose focus on our heart. So let's pray, brothers and sisters. Let's ask God, Lord, I know you spoke to us. I ask God that it reaches my heart. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your grace, your love. Father, I ask that you forgive me, Lord, for the ignorances that I have, Lord, for I know there are many. I know sometimes I get distracted, Jesus, with the pulse of the world, but you've asked me to stay focused on my salvation. I don't know when the times are going to end, God. I know the writing's on the wall. I know there's things that are seen, Jesus. There's fear that comes over when we see things, Jesus. There's compassion also that comes over us, Lord. But my life can end at any moment. I ask, Lord, that you create in me a new heart. That you transform me, Jesus. Lord, I ask, Father, I ask, Jesus, that in these moments that I see in my family instability, when I see a need for you, Jesus, that I'm not lost in me, but that I can help guide them to you, Jesus. Father, you've been so good to us, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for the strength. I thank you, God, for ability. I thank you, God, for blessing us, Father. But we're here in this moment, Lord, considering that we feel unqualified, Lord, in things. But it's because we see ourselves doing them, not you doing them in us, Jesus. 
I ask for the impact in lives, Father. I ask for the restoration, Lord. I ask for the renewing of hearts, Lord Jesus. I ask, Father, right now for strength and wisdom in dark times, Jesus. I ask, Lord, for voice of reason, Lord. I ask for distractions to be muted, Jesus, as you call the heart, Father. I ask, Jesus, that we can see your love in a world that's having a hard time, Father, accepting, accepting your love, Jesus. Father, I ask right now, Lord, that you just bless this congregation, Lord, all those that are tuning in, Father. I ask, Father, that you, Lord, be glorified, Father, that you make a community, Lord, that we're considerate of all the needs, Father, not just our needs, Father, but all the needs, Father, Help us to get better in this, Jesus, to get closer to you, to have a heart, Father, willing to sacrifice. Continue to teach us this love, Father, that you've asked us to carry, Father. Oh, Father, I'm asking right now if there's brothers and sisters here in need, Father, right now, brothers and sisters that are desiring, Father, right now, God, I'm asking right now if hearts have been pricked, Father, if something has come revealed itself, Father, I'm asking right now, Jesus, in your precious name, Father, that if there's young people here that are tired, Father, they're tired because they've been up all night, they're tired because they've been searching, Father, I'm asking right now in this moment, Jesus, this moment right now that you give them stability, that you put them on a foundation, Father, that they can get to the deep places, Jesus, where you're at, Father. Bless them, Jesus. Oh, Father, we have a desire, Father, to get closer to you. We know to get closer to you. Sometimes we have to cross seas, Father. Sometimes we have to walk on water, Jesus. Sometimes we got to be taken to the other side, Jesus. Father, right now, in your precious name, strengthen us, Lord. Give us wisdom, Lord. Give us understanding, Lord. Give us compassion, Jesus. Take us, Father. Take us from this place, Lord Jesus, to be with you in your presence. There's no better place than in your presence, Lord Jesus. Our heart is here, Father. The space is here, Father. We want you in our lives, Father. We need you in our lives, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask, Lord, right now that you also continue to bless the classes, Lord. All the things that we're doing here, Father Jesus, for your glory, Father. Bless the food and the fellowship we're going to have, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, Lord. We thank you for your love, Jesus. We offer our lives, our family, Lord, as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice, Lord. Do what you will, Jesus. Do what you will, Jesus. This space is yours, Jesus. Do what you will, Jesus. This space is yours, Jesus. This space is yours, Jesus. Fill it up, Jesus. Fill it up, Jesus, with your power, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father, your goodness, Jesus. Oh, let's just sing to him. Let's praise the Lord. Let's invite him in. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, restore us, Jesus. Restore us, Jesus.